Hello, everybody. This is Ivan Tejo with Informed Idiots. I am here with Nate Yenis. Hey, guys. Ian Stewart. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Josh Carl. What's up, everybody? And we are pretty much just going to talk about the hangover that is the shit show of the Super Bowl. And to be honest, I'm still very fucking salty about that game. And I'm probably going to be salty for a while, probably all podcast long. I want to have somebody else talk because I'm fucking still salty. <laughs> well, I am not. I am, I'm actually quite the opposite. Um, I, I think we talked about motivation a little bit last week and hindsight is 2020 and the motivation factor was just so overwhelmingly on Tampa Bay's side. And I think that's, uh, and the mentality of it, I think that's a lot of what we saw was I kind of saw it coming, but I, I didn't really see it coming. You know, like I said, yeah. at the end of the last pot, I, I thought the potential for us to just molly them was there. Um, nobody, I mean, nobody Mollywop? saw. Yeah. Ass kicking. Uh, <laughs> nobody, nobody saw the ass kicking they were gonna get. They gave to us. No, hell you no. Know? Um, but I, like I, I was just saying, like I, I was just saying. I mean, if you see, if you see the Super Bowl, um, the Chiefs didn't play like the Chiefs. Like no, they. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes' Chiefs play like this because he was playing um, basically behind a new offensive line. Yeah, I mean, I know what – I mean, obviously the odds were all in the Buccaneers' flavor, or favor, but just like uh, Nate was just saying, like, I still had high hopes that it was at least going to be a closer game. If you, I mean, everybody did. If you go and listen to our last podcast, everybody had at least a high-scoring game, but everybody had a close, a close game. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody had – I, I, I mean, maybe some people did. I don't know, but well, nobody I knew had this prediction uh, happening. Think about what we, what I was saying last week. You know, I, I, I called a bunch of things um, to a certain extent that happened, uh, and and a lot of things that didn't happen are what people are saying were the clear counters for what happened to the offense. You know, I said I want to see what it's going to come down to: the wide receivers and the running backs and the tight ends blocking outside. We're going to have to rely on short dink and dunk passes. We're going to have to see guys break big, long plays. Like we're not going to, I don't think we're going to get anything like we did in the first game. I think that's what we're going to have to do to get those long shots. And they did absolutely none of that. And, and, I don't and, agree. and you cannot, I don't agree with that. and you cannot, you cannot overstate, um, but Patrick Mahomes didn't have about. enough time to throw no. the ball. Well, I mean, what's better throwing short but passes? I mean, it, yeah, Walmart. exactly. Like our running game was like not. I mean, it was there. I don't understand how come we didn't run the ball more. Like I, I don't understand that because we got behind fourteen to three by the second half. But that doesn't matter. But in, even that doesn't matter in the first half. Like, where, where was it? Where was our rushing game in the first half? You saw Clyde. What Clyde did the first rush that he got. Why wasn't Clyde in there the whole time? I get it. I get it. Well, because they needed another blocker. Man, mm-hmm. they needed a bigger guy. But even so they put in even Williams. With, even with that, and, they they didn't do anything to yeah. help to help the line in any way, shape, or form. Throughout. Exactly. Like what exactly. you should have done. That's why I was saying if we work 
towards the short passing game and the screen game early and lean on the running game as much Nate, as we can. It makes it easier sh- for those guys later on in the game. The short passing game doesn't matter if you guys aren't catching the ball. That well that and that was that the other I thing. that that was the biggest factor of the entire game. Some We've of these stats about that I'm that. looking at every single guy dropped a pass. You know? We've talked now, about this before th- where my three of them worry, were touchdowns. My big three- worry with with them has always been what the only two guys who can make a player, Tyreek and Travis. Nobody but else. They weren't making plays. They so weren't even catching. I was. I was thinking yeah, about well, this. Right, but whenever they're not making plays, I was thinking about this the other day. They were screwed. And I was trying to categorize like how a play is made. What are the different types of plays? And I kind of boiled it down to three different ways, right? So like with this offense, either sometimes the play call makes the play. You know, it gives the ability for the play to happen on that given down sometimes. And this is what we're used to. Patrick Mahomes makes a play and, and, you know, to an extent, the wide receiver or Kelsey or whoever it is, they also make a play in in that same instance. Um, But then the third is like that other individual player making the play and not relying on Patrick doing half of the work. We don't have like Tyreek and Travis Kelsey, are the only guys on the offense and Clyde to a certain extent that consistently in a passing situation can create a play that Patrick just has to throw the ball and complete it. Not like most of the other guys where, and that's why we saw what we saw. Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, Byron Pringle, the backup tight ends, none of those guys, Demarcus Robinson, none of those guys made a play on their own that was easy for Patrick to complete. I don't know. Everybody relies on Patrick also making part of a play b- before anything can happen. That that's that's just my Dude, vibe on, look, on the offense. My, my aspect on it is is so Kelsey drops it, drops his touchdown. Tyreek drops what easily could have been a touchdown. We they have all dropped one. We have an offside. I think it was one an offsides, and then it. So they, um, we had to re-kick. We had to repunt, and we punted like twenty yards. I mean, it's not just on the receivers. Is what I'm saying. Is oh, our, no. our, our punter, our punter, fucking muffed one hardcore. No, this was a. You know, you're getting, a, you're getting nailed. Oh, this was a team. This was you're, a complete. You know, you got, yeah, you got three drop touchdowns team. in the first half. Easily, easily. Our our defense fell apart. I feel like. I feel like whenever they started throwing those flags, as bad as those as those flags were and calls were, I feel, um, I feel like it took our defense. I mean, it just fell apart. You see them in the in the in the in the sidelines. You know, Tyree or uh, Tyron Matthew. You know, is you know the coach's fags is having to go so and that, calm them down. Like I that was the that. thing for me. I've never seen that ever. That was the thing for me. Like that that, that right there. Yeah, I would, it goes I back to your momentum. He sets the tone. You know, the leadership of the team. Mm-hmm. Those guys. Got everybody matters. else on the defense feeds off of them. And when Tyron, when when yeah. he is upset and visibly angry and losing his cool, it that that was like that's what what we're talking about systemic failure from yeah. top to bottom, everything that you could have go wrong basically went wrong. And it, and it's not just that the chiefs did shit wrong. I think a lot of it was the chiefs just doing shit wrong, but that's where I also go, you know, Tampa Bay's defensive performance, arguably the best performance of by a defense we've seen in. Well, it's not really okay, though, man. Like, I don't want to say that best because offense in history. 
You can only say that because Patrick didn't have the opportunity to pick him apart. Right. Exactly. The because the front four like, were had, getting through. Had the Chiefs – if the Chiefs were fully healthy like they were whenever they played them, you saw what they, the Bucks defensive line – they couldn't do nothing. It was the same guys, the exact same guys against our starters. Now, you saw what they did against our non-starters. Obviously, they're going to go and so, destroy. I got a question I mean, for I you on I that. I didn't feel like – I didn't feel like they were going to destroy him, but geez. So, if you think Andy Reid was to go back over and do it again, do you think he would leave all the positions the same and just try to figure out one person to fill in for that left tackle, or do you think he would still shuffle it around probably. like he did? No, I think the line would be exactly He'd probably the same. try to do a lot of things. I think things. the line would be exactly the same. It's just instead of 49 pass attempts and nine carries for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, we would see 37, 39 pass attempts and 20, you know, 11, 13, 15, 17 carries from the running backs. I think you would see, you know, a lot more of the dink and dunk trying to get, uh, you know, double pick action to try and scrape Kelsey or Tyreek open. Or, you know, they didn't do any of the stuff that they did to McCall Hardman that had time, that, bro. that. Dude, you telling me they didn't have they time didn't have for, a, for time. a screen pass? They no, had, they had enough. Time. Yeah, they had, had plenty. Of that, that's a weak excuse. We weren't. I don't care. I watch. I don't care. I, they, I don't care. The, first, the whole first half, they could I watched about forty-nine the times. Half. The plays were there. If just like you're saying, if the offense okay. just caught the ball in this situation, it, we get at least fourteen points on the board, and, and the whole tone of of what we're talking about changes. But that's what I'm. It was fourteen to three. Yeah, in the second half, and going into the the you know into the timeout. I believe, like just like they were saying, dude, we had time to run the ball. We had time to run screens. Mm-hmm. Like we do that in the regular season. It, it, it seemed like this whole the whole Super Bowl. They're like, all right, well, Patrick, you know what? It's a, this one's on you. We're yeah. just gonna put it everything like on you. Whatever no you can do. No adjustments throughout the entire. It felt well, like that's the same yeah. thing it, it was it was frustrating. Let's look, at, um, let's look at that's some... why I'm saying Tampa Bay's defense made it that way. Like you know, we played shitty. They well, played as good as they could play. That's, I don't know, man. I feel I feel like we played shitty. The I played. I feel like we played shitty and, and enough to make them look good. Well, it. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it was. They. they not so not necessarily that, run, but I thought. Guys I thought shitty. with us trying to make a comeback, all those penalties killed our momentum. Like it seemed mm-hmm. like we oh, would get a sure. third down stop and then a penalty. Third down stop, another penalty. And it just yeah, it was it just was, a snowball was... effect. Like yeah, I noticed that I felt like we were gonna get some momentum back, but then all of a sudden the penalties came in and it's just like that's where Matthews lost it because we I mean, had eleven penalties for hundred and twenty yards to Tampa Bay's four penalties and thirty nine yards. Yeah, bro, like come on, that's ridiculous. Like that's what I was trying to say. I was like, I understand I understand the fact that if I just want a fair game. Like I okay, they're holding cool. Call it tight to the vest. You know, if they're holding cool, but you cannot tell Two me of those that Tampa Bay were holding ridiculous. our guys. You can't tell me exactly. You can't tell me that Tampa Bay wasn't doing the same shit that we were doing. So why weren't they getting called? Is what I was saying. If you're gonna call a fair game, call a fair game. Call it tight to tight to the vest. That's fine. Or or let them play. You know, but either or. You know, because they were letting Tampa Bay play, but it seemed like they weren't letting our guys play, which. It just didn't seem necessarily fair. One of the things that I did want to talk about, uh, and what is just one of the things that I do agree, man. It just seems like 
It's one of the things that frustrates me the most is like I was just saying uh, right before we got on here. It seems like Tom Brady has been winning Super Bowls ever since like I was in high school, and it, it really is frustrating to see. It, it really is uh, for me just ongoing. It seems like I'm stuck in a butterfly effect. For see, God's sakes, what's interesting? <laughs> Go ahead. But like, just one of the things that, that Tony Romo said in, in the game. And I very much agreed because I felt like Patrick Mahomes is the new coming, if not better than Tom Brady. Everybody feels like Tom Brady's the GOAT right now, especially right now. And but I felt in my eyes it, it was like the like the like the Jordan and Magic uh uh basketball, where I felt like Tom Brady was the magic and then Patrick Mahomes was the Jordan coming in. You know, I'm, I'm just tired of the comparison. But unfortunately, Tom Brady's been in the league for 20 seasons. Pat Mahomes has only been in it for four and starting three. Like, you quit, right? But but this is what I'm this is what I'm going. This is what I'm going with this. If you think about it, had Patrick Mahomes now that now that Tony Romo now that uh, Tom Brady has seven rings, it is going to be very hard to catch that seven. It is very it's going to be very hard for Patrick Mahomes to even get the seven. If or at all past seven, because it is seven to one right now. Where if Patrick Mahomes would have won, it would have been six to two. So four four Super Bowls in ten years is very doable. I feel like, especially with Patrick Mahomes. Now we're having to do six Super Bowls in ten years. So I got a I got a question. Uh, for very you. hard to do. So you, do you think? Speaking of the goat, so you th- you're thinking that no matter what stats Patrick Mahomes comes comes through with in his career. Let's say he blows every single one of Tom Brady's stats away, and he only wins three or four Super Bowls. Yeah, everybody will call Tom Brady yeah. to go. Unless, unless Tom Brady, unless Patrick Mahomes wins more than seven Super Bowls in his career, everybody's going. Well, call Tom even Brady then, to go. I still don't think because they're going to say that Tom Brady beat Pat Mahomes twice in the playoffs. I don't exactly. know, man. It's, it's, it, everybody, everybody, mm-hmm. unless unless Patrick Mahomes does it again in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Everybody's going to go back and look at that game right there and be like, well, he couldn't beat him in the Super Bowl. He beat him in the, you know, in the regular season, but he couldn't do it in the playoffs. Everybody's going to go look at that. Everybody, that's, that's, I mean, I'm not saying I agree with that at all. I feel like there's, there's Tom Brady's career. I don't even want to call him the, the GOAT because, I mean, he is the most accomplished player that I've seen by far, but it's also so much of his career that is, you know that has an asterisk on it that 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 I can't give him the goat. You know, name I really can't. Like I can't. I mean, I'm not saying that he was. It was all on him. Some of it might have been his coach. Somebody, somebody blow the because the hater horn right now. Just please, uh, just please. Oh, somebody bro, blow. I, the I, I told you. Horn. I, okay, I, I, got, I, I got a couple like, questions I, for you guys. I'm Hold on. I got, I got a couple questions. Go ahead, Josh. Horn. And then I got. I got to okay, go. So. When you I say asterisk, you're referring to just like the shadow of cheating over in, to the gate, Patriots. I'm talking exact. I'm talking about Inflate Gate, Video yeah. Gate, all that, all that, all that gate that went on in his, you know, 19 fact that years. They had that coaches played. being caught at other people's practices and all kinds of shit like that. Yeah. Multiple times, okay. exactly. How many players? How many players outside of the 1980s? Um, to 90s era players have won four championships outside of the 90s the what how many players in nfl history 
outside of guys who like played predominantly in the 80s and 90s and right right 2000s and newer very many how many guys have won more than three rings oh guys individually Mm -hmm. probably not very many i mean uh more than three are you talking in any sport or just football and just football uh ben roethlisberger five that's how many does he have He's, he's got three. Um, uh, so that means a lot of the Steelers would yeah. have three. So we'll just go with Steelers. 2,000 Steelers. Um, definitely the Patriots. No. I mean, it would probably be just Tom Brady and Joe Montana. <laughs> so Mon- Montana oh, didn't sorry. win four. Montana won three. Oh, that's right. So in the modern era, no. so in the, in the, from 2,000, let's, let's say 99 moving forward. One other player besides Tom Brady has won more than three championships, and that guy's name is Adam Vinatieri. Oh. So I, I'm just bringing this up because, and, and I don't remember who it was, but somebody else was talking about this the other day. And, and I'm like, I'm not, you guys, I'm not a Tom Brady stan. You guys know that. But I am standing for Tom Brady right now. Tom Brady should be the guy that, like, all other athletes, four that Super Bowl all other athletes bro. are held up to because. Okay, that's that's fine. But what I'm saying is that the fact that people are talking are talking about how easy it is to get like that just Mahomes is gonna get four, like Dan Marino, John Elway, Joe Montana. I mean name name every other great quarterback you've ever heard of. Peyton Manning, they don't have four. Or excuse me, Montana has four. But they don't they got the, yes. they did that in a completely his era of doing that was completely different than nowadays and and to assume well, yeah, to mean, assume so. that that Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be able to do what Belichick and Brady did is just putting the cart before the horse we have an excellent chance right, don't I, get me wrong we we did have an excellent chance. I felt like. Well, I mean, it's not even then because the, I feel like the whole New England thing. Is I just think. Over. I just like, think people not, need to realize. People Brady. need to realize the greatness that Tom Brady is. No, what he has look, done in man, his career. Not, hold on, hold on. Is, until I, next I year. I completely Shut. agree with you, Nate. Jesus. Okay, I do. I really do. I will, but not right now. Well, Tom Brady is probably the best quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, uh, the fact that he has seven is ridiculous. And, you know, he is a good He's quarterback. He went, out there, other... he went out there and did exactly what he was supposed to do. He went out there, threw touchdowns. Ugh. His offense did what they needed to do. They caught the balls. Now he got handed some shit with penalties. But... I mean, he did good. He played. He played the game the way he showed. It. I mean, twenty-one. Yeah, he's twenty-one for twenty-nine in the game. Six point five yards per pass. I mean, he he played well. He played exactly like a great quarterback should play. I'm still drinking hard now. The fact that right he's now. throwing the Lombardi okay, Trophy fine. around like that's a drunkard, fine. trying to just throw that motherfucker in the sea. That's kind of some bullshit, in my opinion. Bro, the, um, bro. Okay, seriously though, if if that was no, Mahomes, no, if that was no, Mahomes to Kelsey. No. I would love it. No, like, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I no. love. I would not. I absolutely. No. Love the point is, is it wasn't Mahomes the, and Kelsey, and the, that's why I hate exactly. it. The, the absolute exactly. balls on that no. guy to just 
I mean, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that he, that he got absolutely tanked. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he like destroys a that liver. dude. Hopefully he lives. Hey, he's hopefully he lives, but hopefully he's, he's not able surgery. to play anymore. I again. can't. I'm I'm so tired of watching Tom Brady play right now. I am getting tired it of watching him win. So hey, well see. I'm the same I think subject. I'm not on the same subject. Have you seen how many um, Patriots fans are having like this this hangover effect of losing Tom Brady and watching him win a with win a Super Bowl with other team. I have. And and so one of the things I just got to say this, the part of the reason I, I, I am always going to be Tom Brady's fan is because in high school, I hated the and, and after the first four or five years, six years of Brady's career, I hated the Peyton versus Brady argument because it was like, look at look at the. Peyton's third best wide receiver. He's better than than Tom's first in a lot of those first years. Tom, people don't remember when Tom was really starting to, to get his footing in New England. He had Troy Brown, who played DB, as well as starting at wide receiver. Like he had all these gadget. You know, they were good players. Don't get me wrong, but um, that that's part of where I think my undying adoration of how good. Tom Brady is. You are also a Jones fan, Oof. so I, 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 right now I am putting Jones and Brady on the same page. Nah, not, I don't hate Antonio not, Brown as much. I, I don't he, he's straightened up his life. A I lot. don't support him anymore, but I don't. Hate him. You guys want to take an over/under bet but, on whether or not um, Antonio Brown gets arrested during the summer? No, I, and that's he's the thing. I do. I, I, I will give it to Tom Brady. This is the one good thing that I feel like as as all the things that I dislike about him, the one thing that I do like I mean now he might have done it for his own best interest, but he at least did something to help a guy out and he got Antonio Brown I feel like straight now a little bit. Now, I don't know if he's going to continue doing that, but I know for the rest of the season he was living with uh Tom Brady and you know they were working out and I feel like that's kind of what uh, Antonio Brown needed so like a role model per se, and I will say people do say that you know Tom Brady does work out uh, you know pretty intensively, and I know for a fact that AB does. Did so, you hear that Tom was uh, texting like all the players on the Bucks the night before, like I guess super late at night, like up into the morning time, like they're not as physical as us. They don't want to tackle. You know that you're gonna do this like. Indiv- sending stuff to the group chat, I guess, and to like individual guys, like that. That, that it, it just ties into what you're well, saying. And it also looks like he wanted I mean, to kiss like, half of them at the Super Bowl too, when they were at their celebration. So I mean, he's you has, know, he's a weird you, guy. Have you heard? Have you heard of any guy? I didn't even. Have watch you it. heard of any guy? Practice squad star backup guy who was who's played on the Patriots when Tom was there, who's ever said anything negative about him? Like, I know that. Everybody praises him a lot. He's because of what we're talking about, but it still seems like even those perfect guys have some guys who they didn't always get along with or who didn't really like them or felt like they were totally included. You don't. There's none of that with Tom. I mean, he, he's a competitor, and I, I mean, like I said, I, I think the you guys are making me fucking give six, him credit, and I don't want to do that. Six, the six round, Not six today. round draft pick storyline. Not going to happen. Um, I was listening to Teddy Bruschi talk with Ryan Rosillo earlier, uh, or it might have been yesterday, but 
he he said, you know, that's part of what made Tom able to get along with everybody is you knew where he came from and you saw what you saw was greatness in front of you whenever you made it there. But you knew it wasn't just like, you know, Peyton could inspire and, you know, still does like that charisma that he has that Tom has like, but Peyton was the first overall pick was, you know, the pedigree, you know, the hall of fame quarterback dad. And um, so to then have the, the completely opposing background of, you know, the guy who struggled to make it and took everything once he did have his opportunity. I think that just makes it even easier for guys to, to buy into what he's saying. I don't feel like Tom Brady had to really struggle to make it. He was a six-round pick, bro. He was. So what? He was the last pick of the draft. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will give him that. I mean, yes. Uh, God dang it. Still, once again, making me give him credit. Yes, he was the he was the one ninety ninth pick, and obviously, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder whenever he gets drafted that late. But by a team that really um, didn't so need he a had quarterback, a, he had too, a proof, right? Like the Patriots really didn't need no, a but but which is more of a reason to show out, you know, because you know you're behind one of the at that point one of the greatest to do it. Um, so, you know, I feel like, you know, you got to be on your piece of cues. But if you go back and hear why the reason why they uh, – why he didn't start the game or they didn't go back in the game is also whenever he got knocked out, uh, they were saying – I don't know if you watched Payton's Places, um, but Tom Brady interviewed uh, – or Peyton Manning interviewed Tom Brady, um, and he was saying that um, – um, uh, I can't remember who he plays right now. I can't. I'm, I'm having a blank. Um, but he couldn't get his face mask. Well, he was trying to get his face mask aligned just right, or something like that. So, um, so they put Tom Brady back Bledsoe. in there. And Bledsoe, exactly. Yeah, Bledsoe. Whenever after he's, he's he was healthy or whatever, and they and they said that they put Bledsoe back in there, and he was having some trouble with his face mask, and he, he was trying to get it just right or something like that. So they put Brady in there. And that's when Brady, you know, pretty much took over, and that's when Belichick named him the starter. And that's what he said. He goes, I don't give a shit if you are, you know, the number, the first overall pick. He goes, I was 199. He goes, but so you, whenever you come in there, you better you, you better have give me your all because, you know, I'm coming after you. So I, I will – I mean, like I said, he's I a thought, competitor. I thought he got started because Drew Bledsoe fucked up his leg. Drew Bledsoe oh. got hurt, yes, and that's why he started. But then, whenever Drew Bledsoe got, came back, uh, they still named him the starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there was a point where Drew Bledsoe came back in there, and um, like I said, they called him. They called for him to go back in there, but he was having some trouble with his face mask, where he's like, "Ah, oh, my face mask is not aligned," or something like that. So the coach was like, "Ah, never mind. Put Brady back in there," and and Tom Brady never got or uh, Bledsoe never got his. His, um, his so we had Trey Green back. when fucking um, Tom Brady was drafted. Yeah, just thinking so, about it. Yeah, imagine imagine those years. And see, I just don't. Well, the well, only bro, thing, bro, con- context is, is like, key, right? Context oh, is hey. key. Sorry, Ivan. About what? About, about what? What are you talking well, like, about? What now? he's saying with like who who could have possibly drafted Brady? Like 
Tom Brady gets drafted oh, by anybody right. else, we yes, don't get this exactly. Tom Brady. You don't think so? That, that's not how. Do you think Bill Belichick no. made Tom no. Brady? It, Belichick, it's a combination of everything that has gone on through his career combined with his experiences. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like Belichick's brain is is all over all over Brady now, where it's feel like Belichick's. I feel like uh, ability to read defenses and and yeah. you know and all that is already installed in the Tom Brady there. That's why he felt comfortable leaving. It's just like if if um, you switch Sam Darnold and Patrick Mahomes, we don't talk about Patrick Mahomes. We talk about him like a fucking joke if he's in New York because they have nobody there. He would have no, started from day one. I don't feel like we talk him like a joke. Pay. I feel like we talk him like a Deshaun. Honestly, I feel like Deshaun. If I, if we have I, Deshaun, I completely one thousand percent disagree. If he doesn't get the the upbringing that he got behind Alex Smith with Andy Reid and that those offensive minds around him to teach him, there. I I just I don't think so. I, I think he's talented I, enough. I, I still think he's going to be really good. But you know who I think is talented too? Like thousands of Deshaun other Watson. hundreds of other guys. <laughs> Yes, Deshaun Watson too, but but Watson also benefited because he he was in a really good position too to to learn that first year. That that's my point. Like that team was good, like they were shitty, and then but they had pieces in place, right? The team was shitty because they needed a quarterback. It wasn't shitty because they didn't have other talent around the field. He was in a good position. Context is key. He came to a relatively weaponized team when he first started right who are the weapons that sam darnold like and i'm just using yeah, darnold because I mean, it's an easy yes, name to no draw. I, that, honestly right no patrick mahomes was was set to you know set you know for I completely yes, i completely at the beginning diverted our, but, our topic of conversation so let this but is I, I i just don't <laughs> completely i don't agree that i don't agree that if we put patrick mahomes for the jets we're not talking about Patrick Mahomes and, at all i feel like we're talking about patrick mahomes we're talking about we're about great quarterback and a shitty team, just like we are with with uh, Deshaun Watson. Well, and I feel like Deshaun Watson has a little bit better better talent, obviously. He did have better Jets talent, do, but not anymore. Giving, it, right? Exactly. Well, not anymore. Yes, that is my point. Absolutely. But but Deshaun was able to have the confidence and grow into the player that he knew he could do this. And the guys, even though they're not nearly as talented as what he had on the team, they believe in his ability at this point. And that's what I mean. Where And you're saying that people won't believe in Patrick Mahomes? No, no, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is we wouldn't – all I'm saying is you would talk about Patrick Mahomes in a completely different light. He's not the baby goat anywhere else in any other context, I don't believe. Right, because he wouldn't have an MVP season. He wouldn't have a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, yeah. he'd still be insanely talented. He'd be a guy that we would love. He'd be a top pick on Madden. He'd be a fantasy fantasy darling who, like, you don't know if he's going to throw three picks this week or if he's going to throw seven touchdowns. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. He would be a Deshaun Watson. He would be a Lamar Jackson. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, and there's the you know history is littered with those sorts of guys that and that that sort of conversation fascinates me to no end. You know, uh, great wide receiver potentially goes to a terrible team, and you know, does that break that guy to a certain extent, and he never has a chance to really blossom into the full potential he had. You know, like uh, mm-hmm. the guy who's what's his face from uh, Detroit. He's the guy who. It was either right before or right after Megatron. Um, played at Michigan State. Oh God, uh, Johnson. He Charles was, Rogers. It was Charles it was Rogers. Also, uh, is who I'm thinking of. But like, 
he, oh, if he goes to a good team and not Detroit, you know, and, but that's what I'm saying. History is littered with those types of what if scenarios. And so is Detroit rosters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but hey, kind of funny that you're, you know, we're talking about wide receivers. Uh, did you hear uh, some of the trade rumors or uh, free agent uh, picks, people that we might be, the Chiefs might be getting? Yeah. Rumors on Chiefs yeah. rec- uh, pickups? Um, I've yeah. heard John Ross. Hear, I mean, <clears throat> hey. I have not started looking into all this stuff yet. Uh, or Ian was saying some of the free agents that the Chiefs were kind of potentially looking at, and um, it's kind of kind of interesting. I I didn't think any of the wide receivers we would be going after any wide receivers to be honest, but I guess it all really depends. Like I told him, it all really depends on what we. It do it just depends on like the salary caps dropping because that's how much is it dropping by? I was right. trying to tell somebody that today. Oh, I was saying ten million Holy shit. At oh, they're least not 15. Raising they it haven't said it yet. Year, they're going to lower it. No, they've dropped it 15 because of the wow. pandemic. Because yeah. that's why they're saying they're probably going to have to negotiate, uh, renegotiate a lot of contracts and let some people go and and things like that. <laughs> let my people. I saw go. that uh, Carson Wentz was uh, and the Chicago rumors were there. But then I also saw that um, Philadelphia wanted to try to trade him to the Colts and draft a quarterback. Why would anybody? I mean, honestly, and maybe you guys have seen something that I'm not. But after watching <laughs> Carson Wentz I don't play, like I, why? How does anybody look at him and be like? That's a quarterback I can fix. I've seen him he makes play. Stupid and... decisions. He doesn't throw the ball away. He takes too many sacks. He throws too many interceptions. I mean, yes. What? I'm, what the I hell are you thinking? I don't understand why anybody would look at him and be like, "Yeah, I don't understand why anybody would want to trade for him." With the for the Colts, especially for the Colts, have the right team right now where they could just install a quarterback, a good quarterback, and and take them and take them far. I mean, look what they did with Phillip Rivers. Get a Phillip Because Rivers. NFL front offices and head coaches are all guys who are insane believers in their abilities. And when you see what Carson did in his in his what before do? in his career, when you and you fall in love with his talent, and you look at it and you go, these guys are not using. Again, sorry, I'm going to say it for the thousandth time. Context is key. And when you put him in an offense that you believe has better weapons for him in particular, and you feel like you have a, okay, we're going to plop him in here. We've got a great offensive line, maybe one of the best that he'll play behind. And when he had a really good offensive line and maybe a change of scenery and like a full boost of confidence from us bringing him here and going, you're the guy, okay? There's nobody behind you. We're going to draft somebody because we have to draft somebody. But we want you to be the guy for the lifetime of your contract. We have the pieces in place. We have the running game. Our, we Just don't fuck up, Carson. You don't have to make the plays. This is, That's exactly this what is, I mean, This though. is a situation would, that you, that you wouldn't have to go out and force the plays like you did over and over and over in Philadelphia. He didn't have to do that in Philly. Like, if you look at it, he didn't have to do that in Philly. Like, it was from the start of the game, 
He seemed like he was under complete duress. I like this dude agree with was. You. I'm just saying that's like, what that's what a front office guy would be telling himself for this deal, and it's all they're all former Kansas City contacted guys. These three teams. It's Nagy. It's the former Chiefs GM in uh, Indianapolis, and it's and yeah. it's Doug Peterson and that group in in. Um, Philadelphia. So all of that's why think, that's why in particular I think these teams all went. That's the kind of quarterback we all want for our offense, but we all run our offense a little bit differently. And but that style of quarterback does what we're looking. That's all the boxes that I want checked. They're all checked with this guy. I can fix him. So do you? I can bring him here so and fix him and make that- this thing work. And, and all I their think decision it's making like, is terrible because these teams signed Nick Foles and they signed Mitch and they drafted Mitch Trubisky and they signed Jacoby Brissett and they signed Philip Rivers. So that's my yeah, other defense. Exactly. They're all so stupid. I feel, in I that feel like a terrible. It, it, I, it's, it must be. I feel like if you ask me, it's like, why would anybody do that? I feel like Matt Nagy probably <laughs> lost the bet to Dougie P. And Dougie P is like, yo, bro, boom. What, you take what if, him away uh, what from if Philadelphia that's, that's ends up keeping get. Carson Wentz and, and Jalen Hurts? They, what if they keep uh, – They're going to have to what keep I mean Jalen is Hurts like they keep they draft him. Yeah. I mean, he's under his rookie contract. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they could, but I feel like Jalen Hurts, if they're going to – if you're, if you're going to tell me that they're going to have a quarterback so, battle uh, between them two, Jalen Hurts is going to win I mean, that. Matt Ryan, what, I mean, if he, what if he goes to Chicago? Poor Chicago man. They don't. They don't deserve that. <laughs> they they need better. They they need they need something better, man. For real, they don't deserve. Fuck Chicago. That much bad luck. I would what, take Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. <laughs> no. Oh, Matt Ryan to uh to Chicago. That would be that wouldn't be bad. That I would bad I would like to see. Uh, I would like to see him in uh in a situation with that that defense. That, that yeah, team is that too, team is really close. Depending on what happens with Robinson, but they went already gone ahead and said Atlanta went ahead and said that um, you know they're not getting rid of so if uh, Julio or if Drew Brees retires, do you think they uh, have a a QB battle for in in New Orleans through the guys they got Winston and uh, with uh, Wentz and well, Hill. Winston is a free so. agent. Right, but if you go, they interview. Re- he would re- um, he would resign with the Saints. Nobody wants. I was I was watching an interview. Well, no, I was interview. I interviewed a. Uh, or there, I interviewed. I was watching an interview with Sean Payton, and he was saying that um, more than likely they would probably try to resign Wentz or uh, yeah Wentz and try to work with him because they liked what they saw him or with him. In practice or something like that. Tyson uh, Hill. Plus Tyreek Hill or Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyson Hill is such Taysom. a weird name. Taysom. Yeah, he's just he's just such a, a, a scheme player. I don't feel like they could win. They couldn't. He's he, so he, he's I, so I versatile. I think I, he's more valuable not playing quarterback. Not playing exactly. Like I don't see him. You you have to. To use him best, not you can't have him. I think as it's just time I think it's interesting because if yeah. you got you know we've like all been watching football for a very long time. I think it's very interesting to see 
this huge shakeup that's going on going to be happening next year with all these quarterbacks wanting to go different places, these big name players wanting to go different places. It's it's very interesting to see new new teams. Yeah, like the QDB, the quarterback. Yeah, no, I agree. The quarterback carousel is you know definitely bigger than I've seen it in a while. Uh, I mean, I mean, already started with Stafford going to <laughs> L.A. That's huge. Huge, like that is I I I knew we I didn't think knew LA. Stafford was going to go somewhere, <laughs> but I mean L.A. I didn't think L.A. was I didn't think they were are so quick to get rid of uh, golf, which but I also and that contract was huge, defense. man. He still, they still it was owed him like one hundred six million. Yeah, no, exactly. And he was not performing well. I mean, that's it, it goes back to another Carson Wentz. He was just not, I mean, I, I think it's the same draft class, isn't it? Wentz and golf and and I think my uh, Denver drafted drafted a guy from there well, too that didn't didn't pan out at all. Know, did not really change the subject too much, but still stay on quarterbacks. Something that's kind of you know, Ivan, you said something about Brady bothering you, like the comparison to him and Mahomes all the time, and you know, I'm the one I'm kind of getting tired of. One <sighs> I'm getting tired of is we're not going to get Lamar Jackson. That. I'm getting tired of him being compared to like the same what tier or like people either talking shit on him, but a lot of people don't see him in the same tier as even Patrick Mahomes, you know, or Aaron Rodgers, these elite quarterbacks. Where do you put Lamar Jackson? Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, are you saying that? No, like a third or fourth tier quarterback? I have, uh, a, I have like... a thing. Let's see if I can find it while you're. He, I don't. I wouldn't put him. With, I I wouldn't put him with, with the elite. He's first team all um, dangerous, but he's like. Fifth, I wouldn't put him. Yeah, I wouldn't put him with the Patrick Mahomes or the Tom Brady's. Yeah, I, I mean, I put him with the. Well, here's here's the, I, saw this, um, and, I saw this on Instagram, you know, so I I saved it because I wanted to bring it up. Um. So it has it has six tiers of quarterback, right? And it's got Watson, Rodgers, um, Josh Allen, and. And Patrick Mahomes all in the first Rogers tier. Rodgers is first right? tier. Now, I feel like you kind of – I don't know. Here, here's the second tier is uh, Wilson, Russell Wilson, uh, Tom Brady, and uh, Dak Prescott. Nah. And see, I would, swi- I would switch Deshaun for Russell Wilson because uh, Russell Wilson uh, is a uh, first tier yeah. for sure because he's proved it. He's – you know, I wouldn't, gotten I wouldn't swap, but I'd just add Russell to that top tier for sure. So, uh, and then then they've got yeah. Man, they got this. I believe I believe in tier. Watson's talent. He's he's next. I I do too, but he needs um, to do is, a little uh, more. Matt Stafford. Go ahead, Josh. Um, uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I put him in the second uh, tier. Mm-hmm. Justin Hubert. I, I he made me Baker's a good third tier. Kirk Cousins. He's a good. He's a good third tier. Yeah, Herbert. Her, Herbert's in number three right now, but like, no. he could legit be a, a top tier guy next. A first or a second, year. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a brain fart here. In the third but tier? who the hell is the quarterback for Tennessee? Tannehill? Okay. Tannehill. Tannehill. These are Tannehill. these are only these are only Cousins, their faces. For sure. These are only their faces. Oh, you're crazy. Cousins, Cousins is so, a second tier for me. For sure. No, I don't think team? so. No way. You put him with Brady, Dak, and oh. this was the way we went with the. No. Huh. So I you think Kirk Cousins way. is better than 
than Lamar Jackson. No way. Wow. Well, what makes you? Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then they Everybody's got Jimmy entitled to their Burrow, opinion. Roethlisberger, Goff, um, Matt Ryan. Uh, you know, in the fourth tier. So. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. Here, I'll send it to you. Where did they have Matt Ryan? It's, they have Matt Ryan in the um, fourth tier. See, I don't, I don't know I if I agree with that one either. Matt Ryan's a good oh, quarterback. Yeah, he's way better than the fourth tier. He's, he's, he's arguably a second tier guy. Probably a second tier guy. They're just for whatever I, I, reason, I, I, again, you know. You know Super talented team. It's just that the coaching around him, for whatever reason, they they just can't make the right decisions to win. See, I I wouldn't put Josh Allen in the first tier, mm-hmm. and I put him, I would I wouldn't put Deshaun Watson in, in the first Wilson. tier. I would move yeah. Tom Brady in the first tier, and Russell Wilson. I would leave Russell Wilson in the second tier, and I would drop uh, uh, Deshaun in the second tier as well. I would move up Tom Brady in the first tier. Uh, third tier. Um, I feel like the third tier is pretty, yeah pretty sound like words. I would definitely move. Yeah, I would. I would move me personally. I would move uh Baker down, Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, it's uh, hard because it's Tennessee, their faces. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like their names are there. Tennessee down. <laughs> I know, right? And uh. Uh, let's see. And Kirk Cousins, I would definitely move him down to the four. And I would move uh, uh, Matt Ryan up one. I would move Ben Roethlisberger up one. He deserves, he deserves respect. Yeah, he's a third tier for sure. Can you believe that um, Cam Newton is in the, like, the technically the last tier there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, watch him play yeah, exactly. I, I wish like, I could love him. He didn't, he didn't do himself any of it. I wish, exactly. He is, he did, he, more power to him. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do or when. You think the Pats retire, move on from him? Uh, but if he's healthy, they didn't sign him for very many. Absolutely, did they? one year. Two oh, years? I think so for sure. Uh, yeah, one year. Lucky them. It was just one year. Um, he he was getting paid less than at least what he got some to play. Backup quarterbacks were getting paid. Right. No, I mean, he, I don't think he was intended. I know. To play, I, I've, to be dude, it's, it's hard not to follow up a lot of people who who are really high on Lamar Jackson, and and you know, it's always out there. I I just you know, my main argument with him all the time is is, is you can't. Everyone tries to compare him to my, uh, Patrick Mahomes because of the crazy throws, and you know, I even saw a couple where it was almost exactly the same. A little a little bootleg, pretty much old school bootleg out to the left, throw it to the guy into the corner of the end zone, and both receivers missed it. Cheap for the Chiefs play and for Lamar Jackson and and like the main argument was, you know, why is so everybody so high on Patrick Mahomes? But you know, Lamar Jackson makes the same throw and and you know they say that he can't pass and he's not a he's not a quarterback he's not a throwing quarterback. And then I feel like the argument always has to come back to. Well, we have nine clips of Patrick Mahomes completing that. We have eight clips of mm-hmm. you throwing it inaccurately or the receiver dropping it yeah. and one or two completions. Like, he's just not consistent enough. He, like I said, first team yeah. all dangerous. Yeah. If we're ranking mm-hmm. dangerous guys yeah. at the position, he is one of, if not the top guys. But <clears throat> when when you talk about – He's not accurate well, enough? He just does – they don't make – you can't make enough plays that way, 
right? The the eighth best passing quarterback can beat Lamar Jackson if he throws two or three quick touchdowns and lets his defense play the way that is best to play against Lamar Jackson. If you create the right situation, and and that's what like that's that's the fault that they have. That's why they haven't moved on. That's why Tannehill and those guys were able to beat them. They they put the scores up in the right situations. They dominated the ball. <clears throat> you know, same thing with the Chiefs. Like even when yeah, even like, when they scored well, a ton of points against us, like we we put our team into the position that they could be successful on defense against Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I feel like whenever you have a a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, a Russian quarterback, um, Mm. you just you just become limited to your to your style of offensive play. I mean, it's dangerous. Like Nate said, it's very dangerous. You can win games. You will win games if you have a a talented enough quarterback. Uh, But I guess the uh, easier way to say it it doesn't win your rings. The chances that they come back if you're up on them are a lot lower than you coming back if they go up on you because they have to keep winning with the way that their offense has to run to be at peak efficiency, to run as best as possible. Whereas a team that is competent passing the ball, if they hit a couple of big plays, they can get back in the game, you know, and then boom, now it's harder for you to, to be in a position because now you're going to have to throw maybe to catch back up or, you know what I mean? Or the defense mm-hmm. only needs one stop in, against your running offense. And now the clock, you know, those types of situations, I guess that's the easiest way I would say it. It's a lot easier for other teams to come back if they're down against Baltimore than it is for Baltimore to come back against other teams. Yeah. If um, they are behind. Yeah. I just, I think he's good where he's at. There's no comparison there. So, He's yeah, an he's, he's a really dangerous. good quarterback. I like the way you he put just, it. Yeah, I like the way you put it was doesn't you deserve, know, he's doesn't yeah, doesn't yeah, deserve he's, to be uh, dangerous. a top tier guy. First first team all dangerous. So uh, <laughs> Did you guys realize Kirk Cousins was eighth in the league this year in passing no, I yards? Didn't. Yeah, what was he in interceptions? Hold on, let me flip it. He was third. He had thirteen. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I don't I don't believe in them. So some funny points and some things I wanted to ask you guys about was um, one you guys saw the streaker of course right? Did you guys see yep. the bet mm-hmm. that was made on the streaker? And did you see yes. that they? Yeah. No, it was the guy he had <laughs> yeah, met. Yeah, that he bet himself. And uh, the guy he had met put a, put a bet on that there would be a streaker. I maybe, were, but I they they, from what I read, it was. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was the two guys were friends, and they they put in on the bet that there would be a streak. And then his buddy, and then they were like, and then his buddy took most of the because they said that his buddy jumped first, so they they, they would take most of the security well, guards, and then he jumped after right. them. That way, he so that they could okay. be on so both streak, on the broadcast. Both yeah, I see. I got it exactly. Yeah, and and they still they well they both I got on the check. field, but do you feel like that's fair? You know, yeah. if you bet on your streaking, and then you're the guy who streaks. I don't think so. How is um? And that's what I was saying. Like, how is that legal? There's no way that the casino <laughs> can be looking at that and be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." I don't think so because if it was if it was <laughs> under the first guy's name, and he didn't streak, but somebody else did, you can't set like, like. 
dude, you, yeah. you're not supposed to do so, that. Like, well, I, I don't know. It seems like, seems like the, uh, like, I don't know if I can, like, loophole. It, it is a loophole. Like it's, that's a weird bet. Like, Hey, I bet there's going to be a beer bottle thrown at the game today. They got like, the bet. And then you're man, the one they, that throws it's the there, bottle, I guess like, bet bro, that shit. <laughs> well, you know, and maybe, maybe moving forward, there's going to be a, if so, we're if, doing. If there's wrong. an update to the terms of service on FanDuel, you know, so if you guys log in to do your betting like you guys do, and it pops up and says we've got new changes, and you don't read them all, I bet somewhere deep down in there it's going to say on prop bets like this you cannot you be, be associated. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there, I mean, exactly. Like I don't see. I can't. I can't imagine the person that like the casinos. I can't imagine them looking at that and being like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." That's all right. Hey, good for him. <laughs> Honestly, though, it might it might be one of those things where it's like, okay, we lost, yeah, we lost half a million or whatever on this bet, but all the people that bet that there wasn't going to be one, you know, like we we yeah, we I net mean, profited, we net money. profited so much, and now people always are going to associate this guy's bet with our book. Yes, but basically, the casino is not in the business of losing money. And I don't think so, it's just casinos. I, I think it's like Vegas overall. Lost, but yeah, so I, oh, I guess it, I guess it is. I guess it is the casinos. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So I can't imagine them being too happy about that. I, I like again. I just don't see them. If I guarantee I'm, you, they turned a it, massive it, profit it, on on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not at all saying that they didn't. But at, at the same True. time, they're not True. in the business of losing money. So I guess well, the way I read it, something is there was definitely that, two people involved, but, but a guy in a bar met those guys and he made a bet on it, I guess, from after talking about, hey, we're streaking the fucking Super Bowl. So I don't know if it was the buddy who bet, but it made it sound mm-hmm. like it was a guy in a that bar would be that was with them and hanging out. If, if that's a if there's a third if there's a third party that was literally just a dude who overheard two guys. I'm fucking streaking, bro. <laughs> Book it, bro. I'm streaking, it, bro. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna pull my phone out right the, quick. Just slap it, a quick exactly. three fifty. If, if that was the case, then hey, man, that that dude's just the right place, the right place at yeah. the right time. I mean, that's I. I am not hating on that that's guy incredible. whatsoever. <laughs> I am hating on what Tom Brady though. Fuck him. Hey, if there's hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> yes, it it's is been right all now. Week. It is strong. It has been. I'm t- I haven't been watching shows, bro. I haven't been watching GFMFB because I know they're going to talk about Tom Brady. Anytime I hear that sound, I almost bought a shirt that said, <laughs> fuck Tom Brady today. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how much I hate him. No bullshit. Like, it didn't, like never else, never any day would I, like, a shirt like that entice me. But I literally, legitimately looked at it and I was like, So, what did you guys think of the halftime show? The weekend. It was kind of weird. Man, like I had so so much high hopes for that, but I, I want to know, like Nate always says, context is key. <laughs> I want to know exactly how much money they normally give. Like I want to know how much money J Lo had for budget, and I want to know how much he had for budget, because it sounds like they didn't have the same amount, and to the point that he had to put seven million just so he you are get in the middle of a pandemic, Ivan. Remember that? Uh, no, I know exactly. Right, right, right. But I mean, yes. I mean, but I still want to know what the difference was because it didn't seem like he didn't have any. It, it said that because of the budget, he didn't he couldn't have any guest artists like they normally do. 
So he was him by himself. Um, I feel like the songs were great. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of The Weeknd. Um, so he did the right songs um, as far as like playing his hits. The only thing that I felt that he could have done better was if he's just going to be just him, he could have done a little bit more uh, or a little less uh, walking around and singing than than what he did. To sing. But he was all right. So he was, he I was didn't okay. watch it, but I am happy that it happened because it gave us the new meme of him <laughs> walking around in that like mirror thing. And I don't want and I don't want you to explain to me at all what is happening because uh ignorance is bliss and I, I really enjoy the meme, so I don't give a shit about Super Bowl halftime um at all. It like I don't I'm not a hater on it. I just don't give a shit. Um so I'm mm-hmm. glad to hear your opinion and that you enjoyed it. But uh for me yeah. it's always a positive when some sort of bullshit comes out of it and for the meme to come out. I'm very happy for that. I mean, the best one will, will forever oh, be Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. But you're you're risking a lot right now. There's a lot of Justin Timberlake hate oh. after that Britney documentary. Yeah, my sister pissed in the I family. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, my sisters were. I haven't uh, watched it, but apparently, I mean, and I I've kind of thought he was a dick. It's Britney, though. I mean, when he when he intentionally we, asked somebody that right. looked like her, like, come on, bro. And he was obsessed with that chick for. How long did people talk about him and her before? Like, oh, I know that, but but she broke his heart. I mean, then she cheated bro, on him. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> like, maybe in the document, I didn't watch it. I'm telling you, my sisters who are in sync, my sisters literally combined, the three of them have probably been to fifty plus in sync and Justin Timberlake performances. And, right, and right. for them to in the family group chat condemn his name. Some bullshit happened. I again, nah. like half, like Super Bowl halftime. I don't really give a fuck. If, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy if to be. I'm happy to be Britney's... educated on it. But I'm just saying, invoking that name right now is is uh, cause cause for you know one of the one of the hives of fans to to latch on to. If it's coming from Britney Spears, well, it's not I'm, coming I'm from Britney. It's like all the people surrounded from it. But uh, enough of Britney Spears. Did you guys yeah, see an ATM, that bro. it looked like Tony Romo peed his pants? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess. No. I guess it came back. What? It looked like Tony like peed his pants. Christ. Maybe he forgot to shake it a little bit. I don't know what happened there. I did not, but that is... Uh, I didn't. You know what? I the dude was so excited for the game, he rushed it. He yeah. rushed it. Or, you know, know, you guys have that. Maybe that was one of the bets, too. Got... Is Tony Romo going to pee his pants? Yeah. And he put a bait wager that he was I have a it. pair of underwear that I hate wearing because, like, it feels like even if, like, any sort of moisture gets on it, it, like, immediately spreads. Whereas, like, most of my boxers, oh, you know what I mean? Bro. Like, they, they just feel like normal. Yeah. So maybe it's a case of that where he had some shitty, his underwear with I that just, shitty I material just sent it to the water the chat. and shit just goes right through. I just through. sent it to the chat. Take and a it look. just fucking spread out. <laughs> this fucking guy. God, you got me looking at Tony Romo's dick. <laughs> what, what yeah, no doing? shit. Bro, that's, that's like a spot, bro. That is, who is looking that hard? Holy fucking shit, bro. That could be very well a spot on somebody's TV. God damn. There's no. Get the fuck out of here, bro. 
Like, nah, dog. <laughs> like, I thought we were talking about a little puddle there. Oh like, God. nah, dog. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I didn't know. Like, if we were talking about like a little puddle, like, listen, I've I've peed my pants before. I know what that shit. Is. Uh, and that is not that. I mean, cool that looks like he pants. might have had like a little dribble on his hands. Man, and he, he just kind of from the buffet, you know, got it right? on there or something. Like that's that that might have been like he exactly that might have splashed like he might have you know pressed the, oh, the water hose too too hard and splashed <laughs> on there you know like that's what, uh, that's what that kind of looked like right there. Either that or his yeah I don't I don't I don't know like I said maybe he just had the bet and he's like you know what I'm doing it too. I heard the streaker talking about. So it you guys saw that Mike Evans earlier gonna, before the game. He said that he would already take a, a pay cut right to try to stay with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, happen to see why, why wouldn't today he? that Adrian Peterson wants to go to Tampa Bay? I wouldn't say that. AP. He, I wouldn't say that he wants to. It sounded more like somebody was like, "You're a free agent. What do you think about Tampa Bay?" And he was like, "Hey, <laughs> I mean, duh, yeah. Like, I'd love to go down mm-hmm. if they want me for sure." And see, unfortunately, like exactly what we were talking about earlier, a couple uh, episodes before, where if the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, the whole uh, Super Bowl effect would come, you know, here in Kansas City, where people with like, for yeah. example, AP would want to come play here because they want to get a ring. So, you know, you know, we were, we were talking about Ty. Here's here's one uh, of the small benefits that we do have. And I feel like. It feel like it's now going to be leaning towards Tampa Bay instead of. Here's one of the small benefits that I think we do have over them is our like Tom is the unarguable goat, right? And like they're always going to be in contention (laughs) as long as he's playing at a relative at a high level like he is. But their offense is already pretty stacked. Like they have all their playmakers, right? And. And uh, like Godwin's a free agent and, and some other like smaller pieces like that. But I think that with us losing the majority of our wide receivers, like in this year, those guys who are looking to win a ring, like I think it's going to be easier for us to attract some of them. I, I'm not saying that we're not going to get anybody, no, but, but, I, I, but I agree. the APs of the I world, with, they're going to want to be like, well, why not go to Tampa Bay? They're going to win I think ring. we'll still get – I think we'll still get a lot of that. But with Tom winning and playing the way he did and with their defense looking the way that it did and with most of those guys being pretty young, I mean, David is a free agent this year, right? Levante David. So he's probably gone Mm -hmm. off of the ring unless he wants to take a pay cut to try and win more rings. I saw everybody who scored a touchdown. So that's going to be an interesting thing. It wasn't a buck last year. Yeah, Yeah, they were all, all all guys that signed this season. And I don't think I think Leonard Fournette is only and one so year, is AB. on the one year contract. So right? Yeah, so I don't I don't see. I think AB comes back. I don't see AB is going to come back, back, and and because he got because of what happened, Tampa Bay is going to be the beneficiary of it all, and they're not going to have to pay him twenty five million dollars a year. He'll come he'll come mm-hmm. on an incredibly good contract because he'll stay mm-hmm. and he'll probably sign for the exact same amount of years is like Brady. Like you might see a two or three year contract for AB and like a one or two year extension for Tom. Yeah, and, I agree. But they're going to be, they're, they're married gonna... together. They, they. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I mean, they're fucking roommates. For right. Sake. I think so. I think they're, um, I think but they're I think that there is, too. I think there's Tom's a lot more openings for. Times. 
listen, whatever whatever wins matter. rings like that, you know, I mean, I can't hate on the guy. Man, to, to each their I own. Can. If if you're kissing teammates and you've got seven rings, then you're obviously figured out <laughs> the major benefits of that. How to cheat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we need that Dave Chappelle skit rolling in the background behind, behind <laughs> you right now. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey, 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 hey. Okay, so I am straight um, up you know, the I mm-hmm. right the betting thing and straight everything up. this year on and on a multiple act, you know, different aspects. Um, one of the things that I was looking at today was uh, Barstool and what the betting line for the three top three teams most likely to make the Super Bowl next year. Now I'm sure it goes a little farther, but two of them have exactly the same odds, so it's pretty much one and two. So did you guys have? Um, if you had to guess today, I know you hate this name, but if you had to guess today, who would you go with for uh, t- being at the Super Bowl next year? Mm. I'd say the Chiefs. I think they definitely have a, a, a better chance. And mm, nice. The Rams. Okay. You know, I'm going to go mm, – it's hard to go against the Chiefs. Um, Do you want to hear what the top three teams and their their odds were? Would that help a little bit? It's Chiefs at plus 550, and it's the Packers and uh, the Buccaneers at plus 950. So it's either a recap of – pretty much a recap of what we thought it would be anyway. Well, mm-hmm. and because if if somebody's going to come like swooping in and like have a big, you know, like if Chicago gets a big name quarterback, then that that's like the only way because you can't right, argue right, against right. what Tom Brady did this year. Um, he beat. I, well, I mean, you you can. He beat Drew Brees. He <laughs> he beat he beat Heineken. He beat <laughs> Rogers. He beat Brees. He beat Mahomes, so it's really hard to argue against them possibly making a run. And then Green Bay was so fucking good this year. Like, do they finally spend money in free agency and try and bring Aaron Rodgers yeah. another weapon? Like, do they break form from what they traditionally have done? No. Maybe. No. Maybe. But even without, if they just draft well and they actually draft for some, you know, some weapons for him then it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for them to repeat at like 13 and three or, or even be better, you know? But like I said, I like Kirk cousins more than you guys. They were littered with injuries this year. I'm really interested to see what happens in in year two um, up there, especially with some of the turnover that's going on, you know, just like you guys said, Los Angeles, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. I could see them making a run with a new off, with a new offensive coordinator and like, let Russ cook when they were letting him cook at the beginning of the year, you know, there's a reason that they shit can their offensive coordinator and not a single person on the team really came out in defense of him because nobody liked what he was doing. They, they all felt like everybody was being misused. So, you know, he mm-hmm. could come out with a fiery passion. He he's, you know, just like, like the Jordan effect, the Brady effect, the Russell effect, like he's the type of guy I could see sitting home right now, 
creating some sort of scenario where he was like, did you see Tom and Patrick talking after the game and saying how much I sucked at football and how I'd never be back in the Super Bowl? Like using this sort yeah, of stuff I mean, to hype himself. You can use that all you want, but you still have to have the ability to to get you there. Um, Russ, the problem with Russ is I, I, I have the utmost respect towards Russ, but he also tries to do too much, I feel like, at times. Yeah, I feel like that's what got him in trouble this year. Is he tried to do too much? Now, obviously, his defense didn't didn't help him out. I'm not saying that he, that's why they lost the games, and that's why at all. But there was just at times where I feel like, well, shit, my defense is not going to help me out any. I got to go out there and do everything myself. And then maybe that's what he needed to do. Well, I mean, he threw 40 touchdowns, but he also threw 13 interceptions. But hey, that's but exactly Tom what Brady, I'm just saying. Is towards Tom the Brady end, threw 40 touchdowns, and Tom Brady threw 12 interceptions. So. Yeah, but if you look at Tom Brady threw those interceptions towards the beginning of the season, whereas Russell Wilson threw, threw those interceptions towards right. the end. Right, and so we're and, and the points that we were both making basically that sets them in place. Right, Brady improved steadily throughout the year. His mistakes were not being on the same page as his guys in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And the point that I was making, where the offense worked in the beginning, but they didn't do anything to continue the evolution of their offense. And so as the year went on, his stats got worse and worse, which is why one team goes and wins the Super Bowl and the other one fires the offensive coordinator, even though both guys essentially quarterback-wise had the exact same statistical season. Russ had 400 yards less passing. That's really the biggest Mm -hmm. difference between them. Yeah. And a shitty defense. Right. Tom Brady. But they both had four fourth-quarter comebacks. There are three fourth quarter comebacks and uh, three game winning drives. Yeah, but I mean, I still even I still to the I still feel I still help, you know, have my head held up high because I feel like the Chiefs still have a pretty good chance of, again, repeating. I mean, I'm still going to I still will say that the Chiefs have a pretty chance of, of, you know, going undefeated next year. Now, it all really depends on who we bring back and who we don't. Uh, but I would say just because of the play, like, again, if we if we have everybody healthy, I don't see a scenario where anybody in the NFL, including the Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, beats us. Because you saw what it, it pretty much to be, those, just like Nate said, uh, when we were watching the Super Bowl, now we know that in order to beat the Chiefs, no or in order to whoop line. the Chiefs, <laughs> you have to have three of our offensive linemen, no offensive linemen, we have to have, you know, all pretty much all of our, you know, Mahomes uh, with an injury, with an injury on, on his plant foot. Yeah, the worst, much all the worst of our players drop performance by, collectively by the pass catchers and the running backs, you know, in in three or four years. Yeah, um, and we got to be playing an all star. Yeah, yeah, your your offense has to has to operate at ninety eight percent efficiency. I did see today on that subject. <laughs> I did see today you guys saw today. If, if, I'm if sure you guys too, have that. that, Patrick Mahomes' surgery went well. I mean, like no complications. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. Should be ready to roll. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see that, which is which is good. I mean, because it it, it was a turf toe. Yeah. I don't, I didn't expect it to go too bad per se, but you never know. It's a surgery. Anytime they do open up your open body, up your, yeah, you can never know. Find it, you go under the knife. Something. It's yeah, anything you go under the knife, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could leave, you know, a spatula in there. So, I think on that note, um, we, we've got ourselves to a pretty good closing point. Um, 
you know, at, that that the last thing that really major that I was worried about um, involved with this season was Patrick Mahomes' injured foot. And so to wrap up on a successful surgery, um, I think next week or the next time we get together and record, um, you can look forward to us talking about the Chiefs' future and some um, – Maybe we'll go a little Madden basketball. mode with it. And, uh, basketball. Yeah, yes. Definitely. Yeah, basketball definitely going to talk here. some Ooh. basketball. Um, yes, sir. Get our, get our midseason uh, update of the NBA. And then, uh, Ian, maybe you can – because I, I don't watch college basketball, so maybe you can get some stuff together oh, yeah. and prep us on. Who's going to be number watching? What team, what team should we Masu, be interested baby. in? Masu, baby, what? Yeah, I know. I, mm-hmm. Listen, I don't pay attention to college basketball at all. I'm just, and I'm letting you know right now that you need to be paying attention to Masu basketball. I get me. the pings on my phone, <laughs> so I do pay attention. We in this. I'm nah, not, dog. You need to be watching it. Track some Mizzou. I will. We'll say it's that. hard when they're ranked. It's hard. I've been keeping track ranked, of Kansas because right? they're, oh, nice. they're unranked. Beat me to yeah. it. First time Katie's Beat been unranked in twelve yeah. years. I know that's the only re- that's the only reason I know about it is because I got the ping on my phone. <laughs> first time in nine thousand. First time in Nate's lifetime that Kansas hasn't been ranked in the top three in the nation. Uh, almost, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Well, we can look forward to all of that next week um, from all of us idiots here. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Peace yeah, out. Everyone. Rest in peace. Rest paler. Rest in Reduce peace. those hangovers. Marty Super Bowl hangovers. Love you. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs>